Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of your favorite and my favorite podcast, The Real Estate Playbook. That's right, R-E-P-B, as it's known in other terms. We're coming to you live, not live, pre-recorded from sunny Tampa, Florida, and um, I am sweating. I'm joined today by our third repeat guest on the program. Uh, You know him, you love him. I tolerate him. Just kidding. Love you, buddy. His name is Horace Florin. I applause, 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 applause. Welcome back to the show, Horace. How are you, man? I am, um, I think the traditional answer is great. But, uh, <laughs> Socially acceptable answer. Yes, that, you know, I'm doing pretty good. I've been, you know, an anxious ball of mess, but, you know, good. Love that, yes. love that. Mm-hmm. You know, Raymond said something very similar last week. So, Did he really? is it just my tendency to get anxious people on the show? I don't know. Maybe you make us anxious. That is probably what happens. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, though, as I said a minute ago, I'm sweating because I'm an anxious ball of mess myself. Even though I've done this, wait a second, forty-five times. This is episode forty-five. Okay, I wasn't on all forty-five of them. Some of them were Joe, but. Almost 45, man. Congratulations, sir. We're coming up on 50. I think I'm going to wear like a hat and like maybe get a cake for number 50 or something like that. Yeah. You're doing pretty good for your 40-something episode. Thanks, man. I'm aging rapidly. You are. (laughs) I'm 29 years old. I'm 29. (gasps) Uh Oh. So, Horace, let's get into it, man. Yes, sir. So, um, for those of you who haven't seen Horace's first episode... Uh, Horace, this guy here, uh, he's not what you would traditionally call a real estate agent. He's more of um, a break dancer, right? In my free time. Yes, in his free time. Mm-hmm. Horace, um, if they haven't seen your previous episode, how would you describe what you currently do? Um, well, so I manage a department here at our lovely real estate company. What? I manage transaction coordinators who work behind the scene and they basically work the contracts um, corresponding with all the important parties, making sure all your documents are in compliance. I manage listing coordinators who I think you did once upon a time. I did indeed. Wow. But yeah, we list homes on the multiple listing service and deal with marketing for that and all that jazz. Um, I also recruit agents. So if you want to be an agent, Look me up. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Wow. What a throwback. But Thank yes, um, <clears throat> I don't think anybody said that was good. But <laughs> it, it was, it's uh, it's a fun time. So I, I basically work behind the scenes, help the realtors do what they need, you know, and I'm just their little errand boy nowadays. Oh, man, Horace, they, they, give you give yourself some credit, man. Everybody mm-hmm. loves you. Mm, I know. You're more than an errand boy. Oh, That's what we have Alex for, right? <laughs> absolutely he'll never hear this he (laughs) definitely won't hear this (laughs) so interesting stuff man Mm -hmm. um what has been your favorite part of that if you had to choose one thing Hmm. um well i have always liked managing employees just because i like to kind of i don't know first i like being a boss i like being in charge um yeah but also like i don't know i like being the understanding boss i like being the good boss and like you know like what are your career goals and how can i help you get towards those goals i like being that person and i also like just being like the helper like i like 
being there for the agents, you know, even when they're in a crisis, which happens um, <laughs> frequently. And, you know, I like, I don't know, I just like being the guy. And it's what I was born to do, Paul. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Horace Flournoy, the guy. Yes. He's the guy. Look me up. So what kind of stuff are you doing with the recruiting, man? What does that look like? So um, <clears throat> basically, you know, I reach out to a lot of people that have just taken their state exam, you know, and I try to help them out in any way that I can. So even if, you know, our company isn't a company for you, I'm like, do you have any questions about just becoming a real estate agent slash realtor in general? Like, you know me, I'm a big old helper. That's right. Um, so that's basically it. Like I reach out to people that are experienced agents, people that have just taken their exam, you know, all across the spectrum. And I just like to have conversations with them. And if I can convince them that this might be the home for them, then great. You know, um, it always looks good on me when I bring agents here. But I do that. We just had an open house this week, actually. Nice. Um, for those who don't know what that is, it's where we invite a bunch of realtors to or potential realtors to our brokerage and you know give them food and talk to them and, and stuff it's a lot more you know sophisticated than i make it sound there was charcuterie involved Ooh. did i pronounce that correct yeah okay <laughs> if i pronounced that wrong on this podcast i would die um but yeah it's uh it's a good time it's kind of like a fun part of the job most of the time yeah. right on man um you get all kinds of different people in the real estate career, so I'm sure that part of it is fun to meet some interesting folks. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, people, you know, that work in real estate come from all walks of life. It's a very interesting career change for people, and, you know, you really just have to kind of decide that you want to be a real estate agent to become mm -hmm. one. You know, it's like, let me go get this education, which isn't, like, too horribly extensive for you to have to do, and then, you know, let your company or brokerage kind of train you the right way so a lot of people you know make the move and they're from all walks of life you know i saw someone that was like 19 at the last open house and what? someone that was like i don't know 45 i'm bad at guessing ages but <laughs> they looked like very separate age groups so that's just you know tells you you could start at any time basically. that's true that's true um do you find that you either enjoy it or can relate to these people because you have a similar background mm. For sure. Um, for those that didn't watch my first podcast. Watch it. Uh, yeah. First off, you should. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I came from the restaurant industry. and The biz, as they call it. The biz. The big biz. Um, I was pulling my hair out. Uh, <laughs> working 60 hours a week. Um, slinging drinks behind a bar. Yeah. Um, but COVID happened, if you missed that. Or... It's still happening. Obligatory. COVID happened. COVID. What? What? COVID. what Obligatory. It? It's still happening, folks. No, it's, it's COVID. Yes. Things happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So carry on, carry on. Okay. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> COVID happened. No. I mean, right. You're in the biz. COVID yeah, happened. COVID happened. Yeah. yeah it kind of killed the restaurant industry. Blah, blah, blah. I got laid off. Sad times. Boo-hoo. Um, yeah. We don't want to talk about it. But actually, we do because I'm here now, which is <laughs> the silver lining in all of this. Indeed here with you but yeah i took the time i was like let me get licensed you know let me think of a career change which is what i did and i got licensed and i was at another brokerage who shall not be named um 
for a couple months. Oh. Found out that wasn't for me. Talked about that last podcast too, and oh. then landed here. So, or it's more like you know, it's like a that was kind of like a. Okay. That's the one. Thank you. Thank you. Perfect. Um, but yeah, I landed here. So I like to help people find their way if I can. It's yeah. one of the many rewarding parts about, I don't know, doing my job. This is plural. He's a busy guy, this guy. Mm-hmm. You got me here on a Sunday. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> the Lord's Day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, the Church of the Real Estate Playbook, uh, as yes. you, you might know it. Yes. Our, so, huh? mm, I was going to say our Lord and Savior, Paul, but oh, I boy. might you, be a little sacrilegious. You're going to get us in trouble, Horace. <laughs> I love trouble, Paul. Indeed. So, Horace, um, I'm sure there's a lot of different skills, a lot of different things you've experienced over time, a lot of different people you've met. There's a whole bunch of rigmarole that goes into all the many things that you do. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious, um, and I asked Raymond this on the last podcast, what do people misunderstand about your position or positions, Mm -hmm. plural, that you would like to set straight? Well, first and foremost, when people ask me, when I tell people that I work in real estate, they're like, oh my gosh, you're an agent, do you sell houses? And the first thing I tell them is just no, because I don't sell houses. Um, And then they're like, oh, you know, well, tell me about the market, tell me about this and that. And I'm like, okay, I don't sell houses. (laughs) (laughs) Rewind. Right. So that's a really big misconception. I think people probably don't get that the industry of real estate is very multifaceted right um there's so many different parts about it i mean like you know you're a marketing guy um i'm a transaction slash listing slash recruiting guy you know there are people that only call and nurture leads like there's so many different ways things about real estate so when people automatically like oh you work in real estate they're like tell me about houses how much do you think that my house could go for and i'm like I don't know, it has some beds and some baths and <laughs> like a yard. There's a roof. Right. <laughs> and I'm assuming some type of foundation. Um, One would hope. Yes. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of real estate knowledge, but it is going to be contractual knowledge. It's going to be, <laughs> you know, all that fun stuff about your contracts and addendum, addenda. That's the pearl. I think you're right. I yeah. should know that. Um, I'm I'm so knowledge and experience. Um, but in you know your your dates and all that good stuff. Like I know about that stuff. Um, the market and like analysis. It's always doing a bunch of things, which I try to understand, try to read up on, and try to like be out there and experience with. And I got a lot of experience with that as a showing specialist when I was doing that. Um, but you know it's you know it's limited when i'm here behind the behind the desk pushing numbers like a little keyboard number pusher yeah interesting so you meet people and they think that you're phil dunphy yes (laughs) phil i called paul phil earlier today which if you don't watch modern family you should watch it you definitely should it's on hulu streaming now yes 10 11 seasons something like that yes paul reminds me of phil he's very I don't want to say corny, 
No, he's right. Lively. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, people meet you and like you said, you say real estate and they're like, oh, so you just sell houses. Mm-hmm. You put your face on billboards and benches and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's not the case. So what I hear you saying, Horace, is that um, people should understand there's a lot more career options in the industry than it may seem at first glance. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. And you don't even really technically need to be licensed to do all of them. Um, you know, real estate companies are companies as well, so they hire people to do all kinds of things. So if you're thinking about a career in it or just dipping your toe and don't have your license, go for it. See what they're hiring for. Dip your toe. Dip your toe in the water. It's just fine. I just made that up. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I don't know that song. <laughs> um, so, Horace, how would your family describe what you do? I was talking to Raymond last week and we were talking about that meme where it's like um what my family thinks i do what my girlfriend thinks i do what my friends think i do what i really do so what is the what your family thinks you do versus what you really do so my family thinks probably because i let them they (laughs) they probably think i'm like a girl boss that you know (laughs) has their own office and is like you know taking meetings and doing this and that which is partially true like I am in a lot of meetings and I am like you know director of transaction coordination you know I have my own departments plural times two um slow down right (laughs) I can't Paul I can't um but yeah they probably I mean you know I am very busy all the time and I do work really hard and I am you know kind of important I think I would hope yeah so, you know, they're partially right, but, you know, they probably think, you know, I'm just, like, doing all these big things, and I, you know, I kind of am, and I help set up the other offices. I didn't, there we go. That's I didn't right. say that. I go to Fort Myers and Sarasota and Brooksville and so on and so forth. And so forth, you know, just list all of our satellite offices. I think our battery's about to die. Oh, no. Brief intermission, and we're back. We back. So yes, you were saying you helped uh, set up the other offices. Yes, Horace. Oh yes, yes. I forgot what the context for that was, <laughs> but um, I drive to our multiple satellite offices and kind of you know I'm setting them up with furniture and decorations and supplies and. We got a lot of them now. Yeah, we like nine, I think. We'll see if you can list them off. Go. Uh, but they're changing. Do so it. Sarasota, it. Fort Myers, Punta Gorda. Um, Would you call me? <laughs> inappropriate um, we're getting one in harbor island um Ooh. very fancy right oh my. gorgeous like on the water like lots of windows i'm very excited love it i'm gonna have to stop by yes i mean are you um, uh, i don't know we'll see yeah uh ebor st petersburg lakeland brooksville and lutes and we had lakewood ranch but we're Moving on from Lakewood Ranch, deuces. There's uh, Sarasota, though, yes? Mm-hmm. So that's pretty It's pretty close by, right? 15 minutes away. Yeah. All right, right on. It's a lot of offices, folks. So what that means is no matter where you are on the Gulf Coast of Florida and even a little bit of Central Florida mm-hmm. and a little bit of South Florida, we've got you covered. We got you covered in a little right. bit of a lot of areas and definitely in a few areas. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And the best part is these agents, whoo, man, they drive everywhere. Oh, for sure. So hit us up. So moving yes. along here, Mr. Mr. Flournoy, mm-hmm. speaking of your family and those around you, mm-hmm. 
Tell me about some of the most influential people in your life and perhaps how they've impacted you. Ooh. I like to get an insight into these sort of things to see how uh, people have impacted my guests' careers, you know? Okay, okay. Well, I feel like the mom is the boring answer, but (laughs) I would be a really bad kid if I didn't say her. Um, (laughs) You know, I just, I don't want to think say like Beyonce just because it's exciting okay yes um yes. but you know she was an influence um <laughs> but clearly, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> my mom for sure just because you know my mom was a single mom um she raised me and my little sister and you know she was also in the military um Damn. yeah for sure so she was a very busy mom and I was a very angsty teen at times you know and I went to college and she put me through that and you know I for sure wouldn't have the type of ambition and motivation that I do if it wasn't for her. She kind of always drove me to be better. She knew I was smart. She knew I could do things. So she was like, you're not going to settle for anything less. Like, you're an A student. Why is there a C on your report card? (laughs) Um, So, I mean, yeah, if I... It wasn't for her holding me to the expectations that she had and, you know, forcing me to set those expectations for myself. I honestly have no idea where I would be. I don't know, you know, how I would have gotten through college or how I would have just continued to push, you know, for promotions and to be, you know, the next man up at a job and just to be that guy, you know, and Outside of that, you know, just being an all-around good person, you know. Wow. <laughs> Thanks. Wait, boy. are we talking about you or your mom? Um, well, okay, me. <laughs> I was going to say, your mom sounds great, but I don't right. know about you. Though. Okay, well, <laughs> but yeah, she's she's always tried to make me be a little bit of a better person, which, you know, she might have failed at that part, but um, <laughs> just kidding. You know, just we're kidding. all a work in progress, folks. Of course. Which is, you know, the main message here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been great. Also, like just seeing like there's just something about seeing your mom work hard for you. It's kind of yeah. like being a single mom and being in the army. It's like, oh my goodness, you're consistently busy and like you're feeding me right now. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, and I'm sitting here in high school being angsty and complaining about, I don't know, cooked you know, at home food. Like, <laughs> I don't want any baked chicken, mom. Give me McDonald's. Like, we got McDonald's at home. Right? No, we don't. It's so funny. I, I, uh, I've been seeing this meme on, on social media lately where it's like, uh, now that I get older, like I realize how much of a brat I was as a kid. Like my mom will just be in the kitchen, like worrying about bills and stuff. And I'm over in the other room watching like dinosaur tales and oh, just sure. laughing my butt off or exactly. something like that. One hundred percent. Or I'm like, please buy me the newest PlayStation Two video game. She's like, like I got the electric bill horse. Right. <laughs> do you like hot water <laughs> or do you want Jack and Dexter? Great game if you haven't played it. I think I've heard of that. I'm aging oh, that sounds so familiar. All right, I'm about to Google it. Sorry if you're listening right now. Jack and Dexter video game series. Oh, I did play this. Oh my god, fantastic game. Yes. People at home are like, we don't care. We don't. Okay, PlayStation <laughs> Two is an iconic game console. Um, Amen. I live by that. It Amen. Changed the gaming industry forever, and it is just full of nostalgia. You used to play Star Wars uh, Battlefront on that with my brother. Oh my god, I loved Until that game. My eyes bled. One hundred percent. And my th- my thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Got to conquer the galaxy, man. Classic, classic. Yes. You could play as like Chewbacca and just like swap people. It was fantastic. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my 
god it was such a good game what i would give to replay those now like for the first time the nostalgia yeah yeah you know i still own those games and my ps2 but you know who has the time who has the time yes (laughs) who has the time to be a kid anymore i had something i was gonna say and now you got me thinking about gamecube and (laughs) playstation um no i was gonna say i relate to you horace uh what you're talking about uh, with your mom because Mm -hmm. my mom was super hardworking too both of my parents Mm -hmm. um and i think yeah they they kind of got me working as soon as i legally could Mm -hmm. Not like they pushed me and they're like, get a job, kid. But they were kind of always prepping me for that, if that makes sense. Right. Um, and then so so I've had jobs since I was like 15, I think, was when you can legally start working in the state of Florida. Oh, and um, I think I kind of mirrored them to a certain extent in my early stages of my career and even still now. These headphones are like falling off my head, if you can believe that. Um, no, we can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just, just kind of seeing how they hustled, and I think I take a lot of that um, into my, my own career here. So that, that's a really short way of summarizing that. But I relate to you in that sense, yeah, and sure. I think it's important to have role models like that. If they're not your parents, then a friend or a coworker or something like that, a professor, whatever. Yes. Um, is there anybody perhaps at the brokerage that's influenced you in a way like that? Um, you know, I hate to say Mike because I'd hate to give him credit oh, for anything. Oh, Jesus. Uh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's much easier to say I'm just becoming my mother. Um, <laughs> but um, Mike, you know, he has that same kind of hustle culture and he's always kind of thinking outside of the box. Like, you know, yeah. and he's always thinking about the next steps and he's always also thinking about other people. So yeah. I would not like to be as busy and as stressed as Mike, but... <laughs> I, you know, could take a few lessons from him and trying to, you know, generate passive income and, yeah. you know, always helping people in need if he can, like, you know, those type of things. He's a good guy. I'm pretty convinced him and Allison have clones with how busy they are. Mm. Um, haven't seen the clone yet, but I'm sure it's out there. Yeah, gotta be. But no, I definitely agree. Mike is uh, definitely a positive influence on, I think anybody that's that's met him or worked with him here would probably agree with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so funny. Like he just called me randomly out of the blue, like two weeks ago in the morning, which apparently he does. I didn't know this. Okay. And uh, it was like nine o'clock in the morning. He just called me. I'm like, hello, thinking he needed something, right? Yeah. He's like, I just want to say I miss you, buddy. Have a great day. I was like, Oh, Mike. Oh, Mike. <laughs> you gonna make me cry, buddy? He's so nice. But yeah, he's a good dude. It's important to have role models, people. So um, don't think that you are the be all end all or that you know everything. Yeah. Because surely you don't. Yeah, I don't know anything, really. Yes, that's but the wise man knows that he knows nothing at all. It's a little bit of Socrates right there for you. There it is. Coming to you from a poli-sci major. Two of them. Two of them. Welcome to the Poli-Sci Podcast. Yes. Today we're talking about the ideal form of democracy. Yes. Um, it doesn't exist. No, Anarchy. I'm kidding. Just, just kidding, folks. Just kidding. Um, I've been reading some meditations marcus aurelius lately oh what a banger of a book never you. supposed to be released to uh the public it was just his private journals but there's some real gems in there oh, interesting i didn't know that. i'll have to take a look you'll have to Can take you, a look sir write that down for me horace mm-hmm. horace hello horace hello what is a lesson that you've learned in your career mm. uh god so come many on. come on uh okay patience <laughs> <laughs> You're not a doctor. Hey, oh, that's hilarious. Um, 
Yeah, I guess patience. I don't know. I mean, that's just kind of a patience and optimism kind of go hand in hand, you know, right. always just kind of knowing that there could be good things on the other side. Mm, you know? Turn the corner. Exactly. You know, just keep going, keep pushing, keep, keep, keep going. You know, you never know what's going to happen to you. You know, whatever's happening to you right now certainly isn't forever. So I like to be optimistic about the future and I like to be patient and just think, you know, what's, what's coming to me is coming to me. You know, I'm going to get my just desserts. You're going to get yours. Yes. Yes. Everyone will get this as they say. Is there a specific aspect and it doesn't have to be, you know, this stage of your career, but perhaps in the past that has, I'm looking for the word I'm searching for, implanted that in you or is it just a cumulative effect? Would you say? Um, it's definitely a cumulative, but I can, it definitely has built up over time, um, but I could probably say there are a few instances where it, you know, there's a focal point, you know, like, for instance, my change to coming here. Um, when I was at the other brokerage, I was like, just really like an anxious mess. I was like, oh my God, I just spent, you know, months out of my life trying to get into this new career and, um, I haven't really done anything else and I don't think it's really working out for me. Mm. Um, so I like was just sitting there and like working at this place and I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm dying. What have I done? <laughs> um, but you know, just, I was optimistic at certain points and was just like, you know what, if this isn't the place for me, maybe there is a place for me out there in mm. this, um, wonderful career we call real estate. And, um, I was just patient with it. I got lots of job interviews chose this place for some reason um and you know i was i was optimistic about it and i just waited it out and here you are and here i am here we are interesting my friend very interesting Mm. is it though yeah i think so okay um i think people who know you know you as a relatively positive guy Mm. They do, which is always surprising to me. Um, people are always like, oh, you're so calm and collected, and you always are just, like, upbeat, and you're always willing to help people. And I'm like, internally, I am just a dumpster fire. Um, it's my, that meme of the dog where it's, like, all on fire. This is fine. Everything is fine. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I am just... All the cogs in my head are just turning all the time, and every now and then, and they just start smoking and stop working, and I'm like, oh, okay, um, reset. Exactly. I think this just forces a smile on my face. Like everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's great. Everything's fine. Yes. But, you know. I think that's important when you have. Um, well, let me actually rephrase this as a question instead of a statement. Do you think that? you have that disposition because you have a team of people that rely on you? Mm. Would you still be this way if it was just solo dolo Horace? Um, you know, probably not. Because I think when I'm by myself and I'm like physically un- or mentally under distress, it does show physically. Right. Um, I think when you have a team under you, like you don't really have time to be like, oh my God, what is happening? Like you just, you're the person. So like you have to immediately think of what is next. Like, you're the guy. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like someone comes to me with a problem. Literally Kaylee came with a problem the other day and I was like, only Jesus can help you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to backtrack and I was like, no, it's my it's job. It's me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am Jesus in this moment. Unfortunately, we've you are. been 
a little sacrilegious to me. Yeah, I'm sorry to our Christian uh, audience yes, out there. Uh, we don't mean any of this. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so it's just, you know, I definitely, with a team under me, I definitely have to think consistently and, you know, always about them. And, you know, sometimes, like, I had a couple employees that weren't feeling too well last week, so I had to, like, put my big boy pants on and, you know, <laughs> do some of their job for them and, you know realize how incompetent i really am <laughs> um, but yeah yeah definitely for sure and are those your big boy pants that you have on currently they are not they're okay. currently at the right. dry cleaners um <laughs> last week was a real bad last week. <laughs> week was a little rough you know i had to wear them all week so i gotta give them a break uh, yeah you know steam them exactly just get them steamed and pressed and prepared for the next uh, moderate disaster. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you just kind of, I just, I'm learning a little bit about you, Horace. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if this tendency that you have to circle back here mm. to take on this amount of responsibility and keep a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A brave face, if you will. Um, perhaps that comes from your mother being a single mother. It. I need mm -hmm. another, another sign that I was becoming my mother today. Welcome to the uh, psychoanalysis podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, for sure. Definitely growing up with just me and my mom and, you know, having her do all the things and be brave. I probably did pick up on a lot of that. Um, yeah, definitely. For sure. I think it's a good trait to have as long as you don't lose your mind in the process. Mm -hmm. as right? long as you take care of yourself, people. Take. I do yoga on a regular basis. I actually did some before I came. Dude. Yeah. Raymond was telling me last week he's been doing yoga. Maybe I need to get into freaking yoga. You definitely should, bro. Oh. Breathing, stretching, so good for you. Yeah. Um, yoga, drink tea. I like to do things that do what makes you happy, what fills your cup. You know, mm. that's always helps you prepare for the next day or week, no matter how stressful. Enjoy your time, Paul. That's right. Yes. So, folks, if you're out there, if you're listening, and I should have said this up top if you're listening to this podcast. Do, do this for me. Do this real quick. All right. Take your shoes off. All right. We want only socks. Mm. It's a good place to start, I think. Mm -hmm. Or bare feet if you're at home. Not if, not if you're in public, though. That, that's weird. Yeah. That's really weird. 7-Eleven mm -hmm. feet, as my girlfriend would call that. Um, <laughs> um, get yourself a nice hot cup of tea. Uh, chamomile, perhaps. Mm. Green tea. Yes. Um, let's see. Chai tea. Although there's caffeine in that, I think. Yeah. There's caffeine and green tea, too. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, chamomile, you know, get some lavender. That really cools the nervous system. You throw, know? throw some lavender in there. Yeah. Some eucalyptus, perhaps. Um, make a big bowl of noodles. Mm. All right. Yeah. Get a fuzzy freaking blanket. Oh, my gosh. Sit on the couch. Get your cat over there. Get your dog over there. Get your significant other over there. Whatever. Actually, mm -hmm. don't. You know, this is you time this right is now. all about you. Listening to this podcast. My battery's about to die again, but I got to get this out before it does. And relax. Take it easy on yourself. I'm glad you got that out before the battery died. Thank you. I think it's going to freaking die any second now. What? Camera change. Sorry about all the camera changes there, folks. The batteries are not being cooperative today. Mm, I think it's just you. I think it is just me. So, Horace, mm -hmm. pivoting a little bit here. Yes. What do you think the world of real estate will look like five years from now? You know, that is a good question. I don't think anybody really has the answer to that question. 
I hear a lot of people talk about it and they're like, oh, yeah, this, this, and this. I'm like, do you mm-hmm. really know? Do you really know? Do you? Um, but, you know, hopefully, whatever it is, it's less crazy than it is now. Um, we were just talking about the fact that my rent is going to be absolutely insane. Bonkers. Absolutely ridiculous, mate. Nutters. Um, um, <laughs> but, yeah, I really, 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 really hope that, you know, at least. There is some affordable housing out there for people. Amen. You know, like, yeah. not just for people trying to buy a home, you know, but for renters like myself. Um, but there's, like, affordable housing. There are options, you know, not just single-family separate homes, but, yeah. you know, duplexes, apartment buildings, you know, things that are as cheap and affordable for the people. You know what I'm saying? Morgan and Morgan. Mm-hmm. Morgan and Morgan? For the people. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did not catch that first time around. <laughs> But yes, yes, I really just am hoping that um, for first-time homebuyers, you caught last time I was trying to, my last podcast, I was trying to buy a house that is not happening anytime soon. Um, So, you know, I'm hoping that it becomes a little bit easier for the people out there, you know? Let's hope, let's pray. Exactly. There's there's a way if you want to, you know, Um, but it is a little difficult. Where there's a will. There's a way, where there's a will, there's a way now. That's actually a song. I okay. Make that up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know this one. Is Horace uh, freestyling again? I don't, know. I don't know. I'm into obscure music, you know. What song is that? <laughs> it's actually from a show called Central Park. Okay. Um, it's on Apple TV. It's an animated show. Central Park on Apple TV. Wonderful. It's a free advertisement. It's a plug for you. Yeah, exactly. Free (laughs) cloud. This is not a sponsored ad. Mm -mm. Um, It's really good. You should watch it. Right on, man. I just finished watching um, Stranger Things. Word. And uh, The Bear. That is. Oh man, you gotta watch the bear. The bear. You gotta watch the bear. Is it about a a bear? It is not. I will give a spoiler free synopsis for the people out there that haven't seen it because I do recommend it. Um, Basically, you ever seen Shameless before? A little bit of it, yeah. You know Lip? The oldest brother or whatever? Mm -hmm. So he's the lead actor. Okay. And basically, he has spent the past whatever, however many years being like um, a great chef and like these great kitchens all across america mm-hmm. wins all these awards and whatnot while he's out in california or new york or something he finds out that his brother passed back in chicago oh. and has left him you know the main character okay. in his will uh his restaurant in chicago oh. which is like a far um leap from the luxury high-end michelin star restaurants that he's used to it's more of like a chicago like sandwich shop so then he has to step in and his goal is to make it like a respectable restaurant chaos ensues Mm. would recommend entertaining entertaining so where does the bear come in the bear i would spoil something if i told you where it came Uh, yes okay okay. so a very interesting concept you'll have to see it for yourself I have to watch that. You know, I'm a restaurant biz guy myself, so you know. Hey, to, man, those were my first look. couple jobs, my oh, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you would like him. There's a lot of uh, behind. You know, there's uh, a lot of that. The, the corner, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> corner. I need hands. You know, oh, that kind no. of stuff. Not hands in the window. Yeah. So that actually perfectly segues me into my final question for you, Horace. Okay. If you could recommend one book, one movie one podcast or one show or a combination 
okay, to the audience, which would you recommend and why? Okay, okay. Well, um, (laughs) so I really liked um, the Trevor Noah podcast, which is basically Mm. like his TV segment, but on a podcast. I don't know. Trevor Noah is 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 dope. You he's know? great. Yeah, he's great, and I think he kind of portrays politics in a really comical way, and it's a really good way for people to get like their content and their update on the news with also having a good laugh and you know something relatable as well. Um, you know, there's like a couple other guys that have done it out there, like him, like Stephen Colbert, and you know stuff like that, but. I don't know. I say Trevor Noah, to be honest, the only other podcasts that I watch are like Crime Junkie Podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> um, I can recommend some of those if you'd like. But yeah, I like Trevor Noah. Um, now, the book, I read this maybe like four months ago, The Alchemist. Have you heard of it? Oh, yeah. Paulo Coelho. I'm not saying that of right. Course. But yeah. Yes. Have you read The Alchemist? Like four times in high school. Oh, yeah. my God. Mm-hmm. I love that book. It's I think fantastic. it was my second read through only. But it's such a good book. If you haven't read The Alchemist, it is totally... Is, is your phone camera okay? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to just record the ending of this on my phone because our batteries keep dying, folks. Oh, man. You can keep talking. I'll put something. You, you'll, you want me to keep talking about The Alchemist? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> The Alchemist is, um, you know... Briefly about this is so distracting, <laughs> um, but it's kind of like what we talked about a little bit today. Um, it's really about finding yourself and finding what is your your niche, your niche, um, and making sure that you you do that. Um, the book has a lot of religious undertones to it, but if you're not religious, it's perfectly fine for you to watch. And it's really all about, you know, making sure that whatever it is you're doing, it's something that you want to be doing. And it's your calling, basically, what the universe wants you to do. No spoilers, but um, uh, basically it's like when you are doing or working towards what you're supposed to be doing. Watch out there. Um, <laughs> this is so unprofessional, Paul. <laughs> But when you were doing what you were supposed to be doing, um, the universe basically conspires in your favor. So um, do what you want to do. Do what you feel as though is your purpose in this big, wonderful, scary, um, complicated world. And, um, you know, hopefully things will work out. That's, that's kind of what The Alchemist is about. But you should read it and get all of that from the book, not from me. That's right. Yes. And we're back. (laughs) And we're back. (laughs) Sorry about all the uh, battery dyings there, folks, but um, you should be able to see our faces now. Mm. Yeah, man, it's a really good book. I read it a couple Mm. times. I think the first two times were because it was a mandate, like Mm. summer reading or something like that. And Mm. then I was like, oh, this is dope. It's so, right? Like, you got to come back to it when you're like an adult Mm. and, you know, you're having kind of a little bit of an existential existential crisis and you're like, what am I doing with my life? And you just got to read it and, like, you're not being forced to read it. Exactly. Yeah. Take a deep breath. You know, and that's, I, I suggest, you know, taking some of Paul's suggestions, getting a good cup of chamomile tea, maybe a weighted blanket, maybe a cuddly friend, kick your feet up, no shoes. No shoes. No socks if you're at home. Mm-mm. And, you know, read The Alchemist. And chill out. And chill axe. Chill out while you're at it. Mm-hmm. 
Alrighty. Oh, oh wait. Am I still recommending <laughs> things? Oh, you can. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Fire away. Oh man, what was it? Movie show. But yeah. All right. So you hit the movie. Mm. No, no, no. You didn't. Sorry. Okay. You hit the podcast and the book. Oh. Movie okay. and a show. Movie and a show. Might as well round it out. Might as well. Okay. So I'm just gonna recommend my like favorite-ish show, which is Community, which mm. is a popular show for you know um, young millennials, old Gen Zers as ourselves. Um, <laughs> It is, you know, it's, I like the show because one, it has little just nits of, uh, of liberal nonsense, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, a big, you know, liberal junkie. So every now and then I just like, you know, love that, eat it up. Um, but also it, you know, it teaches you to not take life too seriously. Um, it also teaches you to take, you know, take your time, you know, all of the characters, it's, it's a really funny show. So the message is kind of like a really kind of underlying, you know, it's not like in your face. Yeah. Um, but they're all adults. They're going to community college because they screwed up in life basically. And they're an (laughs) unlikely group of friends and they all have just, you know, these flaws, you know, that just have hindered them in life. And I just think it, it teaches you not to take life too seriously. It teaches you to take your time and it teaches you to just, you know, do your thing do what makes you happy do what you know brings you joy and you know work on yourself we're all works in progress kind of it's a good show and it's really funny sorry that was jinx by the way (laughs) i was gonna say and it's got donald glover on it oh my gosh i mean the king the king donald glover truly yes but that's my show there's your show we got the movie the movie oh god you see i don't even know if i really watch movies (laughs) Um, I'm a, I love the Star Wars franchise, so mm. the entire time my head is just thinking Star Wars, but if you haven't seen it, I don't know if you're going to, if you haven't seen Star Wars by now, what's wrong with you? Yeah. You're probably just not going to watch it. You know, you're probably just not like a big nerd like me. Um, do you have a favorite Star Wars movie? Um, probably episode three. Which one is that? Uh, it is the Return of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith. It is the movie basically that is setting up um, episode four, five, and six, which is gotcha. like, you know, the Empire. Oh, is it the one where? Spoiler alert! You know, mm. but if you haven't seen, come on. Yeah. Is that the one where he basically becomes Darth Vader? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's, okay. that's the episode. That's really good. It shows not to be all lessony and preachy here, because mm. you know that's what I do. Um, it is a podcast. It is a podcast. <laughs> yeah, very true. Um, but yeah, it shows how, you know, even the greatest and brightest individuals can be tempted by the dark side. Um, wow. And how that transition can happen. Mm. Pretty dope. Mm-mm-mm. Powerful stuff, people. Mm-mm. Go watch Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, mm. come on. Yeah. Come on. If you haven't seen a Wookiee, what are you doing? Come on. Oh, my God. I haven't seen those... Uh prequels as they call them since i was a kid mm. i rewatched the you know the original trilogy right every once in a while probably once a year but man i haven't seen the prequels in forever yeah they get a bad rap they they do yeah. and for some good reasons yeah. you know they're a little well you know iffy at times <laughs> but you know um they're good i think they're really cool because they have the technology to make you know we have the technology we've got the tech um to do all the cool stuff that they would have probably liked to do in the first three episodes. Yeah, that's and, true. You know, and it's, it's neat. It's neat to watch for a sci-fi nerd like myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Star Wars podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, those are all good recommendations, man. Um, my favorite out of the four things you just recommended between, let's see, what was the first one? Trevor Noah. Mm -hmm. We've got The Alchemist. We've got Community. And we've got Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Star Wars. Star Wars? Sure. Yeah, for sure. Wow, really? Yeah. That was, I was, you know, iffy about that one. That was the one I was like, ooh, I don't know if I should recommend it. Mm. Yeah. It's classic, man. Yeah, it's classic. At the risk of boring the audience, you want to hear mine, my four? I'd love to. Okay. Just because I feel like I'm going to be asking this question a lot and I might as well get mine out of the yeah, way. Yeah. So one book, probably The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, mm -hmm. and I never feel like I'm saying his name right. Allison Silver, if she's watching, she'll give me a cosign on that recommendation. <laughs> it just say, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of the, um, how do you say, like the genre of self-help books mm. in general. I find them to be preachy and i also don't subscribe to the fact that like this person has life all figured out right but this isn't that kind of book it's more about just kind of um overcoming like mental roadblocks okay. without trying to ascribe or prescribe like a specific way of living your life it's just like a different way to think really so would recommend 10 out of 10 mm. one movie oh that one's hard we'll come back to that one podcast <laughs> See, I'm a true crime junkie as well, right. um, but I'm also into like UFOs and stuff like that. Oh, so if ah, it's slightly controversial, but it's a podcast called Last Podcast on the Left. Okay, and it's very much like true crime, aliens, witches. I love all that, all stuff. that kind of stuff. But like, they put a little like comedic spin on it as well. Ten out of ten. It's not going to change your life, but it's definitely entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> um, one TV show. <clears throat> that's hard. That's difficult. There's a lot of good ones out there. Run the Jeopardy music right now. Dun, dun, do, 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 do. Ha, ha. One TV show. Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many. Obviously, I'm blanking. So uh, let me just list off a couple. The Sopranos, fantastic. Mm. Just finished Stranger Things. That was really good. Ozark is really good. Um, something more lighthearted, uh, parks and recreation. Fantastic. Oh. Um, Ooh, Atlanta. There it is. That's my oh, recommendation. I love that show. If you haven't seen Atlanta, that's Donald a fantastic comes show. Back again. A masterclass in direction, acting, soundtracking, music, you know, however you want to call that. Just a fantastic show. Last season comes out in September. We've strayed so far from real estate oh right gosh, now. Course, right. But, but, <laughs> it's fine. But we're gonna we're gonna it's wrap podcast. it up here in a second. Let me just do the movie real quick. I wouldn't say this is my favorite movie of all time, but as far as recent releases go, Everything Everywhere All at Once was a fantastic movie. Let's check it out. Michelle Yao. Mm -hmm. It's uh, sort of a multiverse like sci-fi type movie, but they also weave in like comedy, like family drama, mm -hmm. love story in there. Mm -hmm. It's a very multifaceted movie. It will make you cry. In theaters now. I don't know. I'm an emotional rock, Paul. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Horace, thanks for coming back, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. Don't ask me back again. Okay. Won't happen. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, is there anything you want to promote? Social media or anything like that, man? Um. Uh, no. You don't have to say yes. That's all right. I don't have any socials. I have a TikTok, but it's secret. Secret. Nobody follows. Secret. It's my journal. Don't look at it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so 54 Realty social media then. Yes. Perhaps. Mm, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's at go54realty on most things, at 54realty on others. And who knows, you might see our faces on there. You should. My face is somewhere out there on yeah, the 54 Realty sure. sites. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for watching, everyone listening, whatever you might be doing. Um, again, sorry for all the camera changes, but we like to keep you on your toes. Mm-hmm. Um, this is round two of the new equipment, Love and Life, Live and Large. It's definitely an upgrade. I like it. I like the swivel. Yeah, me too. You can really just... Yeah. Now I'm over here. Now I'm up close. Very entertaining. So if you're watching on YouTube, thanks. Appreciate ya. Subscribe. Like. Drop a freaking comment while you're at it. Let me know what you think about today's episode. Um, if you're listening, <laughs> thank you for doing so. If it's on Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, Oh, one of the other ones. Uh, go ahead and follow, like, drop a heart, drop a five stars. All the things that help the algorithm help us out so we can keep bringing these sweet sounds to your eardrums. Um, let's see. Social media, at The Real Estate Playbook. That's number one, Facebook. Number two, Instagram. Number three, TikTok. Go ahead and follow us on the social media platforms. We do appreciate it. Um, website is therealestateplaybook.com. You can see the latest episode. You can send us an email and say, Paul, you suck. We hate your shirt. We hate your hair. We hate your face. Or you can say, I would love to be on the podcast either or. That would be awesome. Um, think that's it, folks. Horace, appreciate you, man. Thanks, homie. I appreciate you. And to the listeners, viewers, we'll see you next week. Theme music.